Welcome into the World Travel Dad Show. I'm your host, James Olson, a.k.a. the World Travel Dad. Today is going to be just a fun episode. I'm going to talk about uh, beer culture, different beers in Southeast Asia, Europe. Those are the two places I went on my long trip, and uh, I love talking about beer. It's really a fascinating thing if you're interested in beers, and I know we did an episode just about the the Prague Czech, the Czech beer culture, and that was a very popular episode, so I thought I would bring it back, and uh, I just got out of the shower here. I don't have a beer myself, and much to my chagrin, um, I, I had thought about doing it, but it's, it's still kind of early in the day, so we're not going to do that, but I, we can kind of imagine it. I had, uh, I had my beer book next to me, and this morning I was kind of going over you know, the, the great beers that I had. And I think I want to kind of record that, see what you guys think. And so if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're into beer. So let's get started. I broke this down into two major sections, Southeast Asia and Europe. We went to Europe first for three months, then Southeast Asia for five, and we came back to Europe uh, for uh, about five to six more months and that was and I say Europe we were in Turkey quite a long time and so we didn't that didn't count against the Schengen the Schengen days because you you can't you can only have 90 days within 180 we talk about that at length um, but when we my first place that I went to in Southeast Asia was Bali so we'll start there Bali is <clears throat> I you know when I was there I was complaining all the time about the place, but now I have this like fond recollection. Um, it, and you know, I kind of miss the place and the, the main beer there is the Bintang, uh, the Bintang Pilsner, uh, Bintang, Bintang, you know, tomato, tomato, but that's going to be your best friend down there. Uh, it's just, it's a Pilsner. It's solid. It's ubiquitous. There's also, um, Singaraja, which is a town in Bali. Remember, Bali is part of Indonesia. It's its own island, but it's part of the larger country of Indonesia. And Singaraja is a town in Bali on the coast that uh, makes a beer. They kind of undercut the cost by a little bit. And, um, you know, it, it's good to try something new, but I would stick with Bintang. And those that have been to Bali, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, move if you go up if you go up into Thailand that you know Thailand's a big time beer culture, and I spent considerable time there. First, we went to Singapore, and of course, that's the famous. It's the Tiger Beer. That's the um, the label you see, you know, with the blue tiger on there. Everyone's had a Tiger Beer, but no one knows exactly where it's from. It's from Singapore, and Singapore is a little city state kind of. Um, it's a fun town. I mean, a city, I should say city. Um, but that beer goes well with um, the satay. That's the grilled meat and the rice. That's going to be kind of a good pairing there. Moving over, and I'm kind of I'm kind of speeding through some of these areas because some of these beers kind of run of the mill, but they they just have legacy brands. They're so historical, and of course in in Thailand, I'm talking about. Chong, which means uh, elephant 
in Thai. Chong's the one with the elephant on it. And then the Singha, and that's the white label with the lion uh, on the front. And both of those are kind of interchangeable, and you'll see that, you know, pricing-wise. I tended to be a Chong person myself. Maybe comfortable to, to get my cold Chong. Um, take a drink of water here. And, oh, and then in Thailand, one more beer of mention is uh, the Beer Lao. This, this brewery is actually from, from Laos, uh, or Lao, however you want to say it. But when I was in Chiang Mai, in Hangdong, I had a Beer Lao, and it was hoppy. It was hoppier than I thought it was going to be, and that was kind of a, a pleasant surprise. But not much craft beer to speak of in Thailand. I mean, I'm sure people are doing it. I'm sure, you know... Any Thai brewers listening to this are probably pulling their hair out right now, but I just didn't really totally get into it. Now, Vietnam, this is any beer fan in Southeast Asia, Vietnam's going to be, you know, this is your bucket list number one, um, you know, spot. And um, my hair's kind of going crazy here. Um, let me get into my notes on Vietnam because this is important. Okay. So you start off in the south, Bia Saigon. So Saigon means dragon, and of course that's the capital of South Vietnam that uh, was overthrown by the North Vietnamese and the communists following the ignominious withdrawal of the United States. That's something, that's the Vietnam War. People in Vietnam don't call it the Vietnam War. They call it Western Aggression One. Western Aggression 2. Those are the two main Western aggressions in the 20th century. The first Western aggression, some people think it's Great Britain, but it's actually France. And so if you ever, if a French person ever wants to criticize U.S. foreign policy, just remind them that they were first to the Vietnamese party, as it were. Um, and so I, I was wondering, because now it's called Ho Chi Minh City, uh, but I was wondering if, if you get in trouble for calling it Saigon. And I, I was told that you don't. Um, half the people still kind of call it Saigon. I call it Ho Chi Minh City. I just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. And, you know, I really, I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe it should be Ho Chi Minh City. I mean, they won the war, um, you know, and, and it's very sad. This, a lot of people, my dad fought in Vietnam, and a lot of people he knew were killed by the North Vietnamese, murdered after we, the U.S. withdrew. Um, but you're going to get Bia Saigon. So Bia means beer, of course. Uh, Bia Saigon's terrific. It's about a dollar most of, most of the time in, in southern Vietnam. Uh, as you move farther north, you get to Hanoi, which is one of my favorite cities of all time. Loved Hanoi. And Bia Hanoi there is huge. There, um, there are some other, there are craft breweries in Hanoi. There's a lively city. And but one beer worth mentioning in Hoi An was the Da Nang Brewery of Seven Rivers. They had a ginger hop ale that was terrific, and uh, one of my top three beers on my entire trip, probably maybe top five. Let's not get carried away. Uh, but if you but if you're in Hanoi, you're going to go to Bia Hanoi, and Bia Hoi bars are these uh, daily beer drinking outfits where you can get like a 20 cent beer 
So go ahead and stop by one of those. I actually didn't get to. We were with the kids the whole time. We were in Hanoi for about 10 days, and I just didn't get around to it. But I drank plenty of beer. So we're going we're gonna to move away from Southeast Asia now. And we are going to uh, move into France. I thought France is a good place to start. There's really not much to mention with France. They do wine so well that you kind of gravitate toward the wine. Um, and and that's what I did. But I, I drank some beer there. And in Normandy, you can drink something called Pelforth. Uh, I had a note here on the Pelforth. They, have, they make a blonde ale, which is pretty good. Um, they also made a half lemonade Rodler beer from Pelforth. And... So watch for that. I ordered that by accident. That's typical of me. You know, act like you know what you're doing you're, you're, and you're going to end up ordering the, the uh, lemonade beer. But guess what? Uh, joke's on you guys because it was great. And I actually started drinking. I, during the middle of the day, I started preferring a Pelforth lemonade. But if you go, you know, as you get south in France, you're just going to drink wine. I don't even know... I, when I was in the south of France, I don't recall even drinking a beer, which is crazy. It must have, uh, I think it was just kind of these run-of-the-mill, um, you know, obviously the 1664, but that's an Alsatian. That's northeast. Three months, maybe. Um, just kind of standard beers, and I don't want to shortchange France. They, they make good beer. They make good beer. You, you got to go to the craft breweries anywhere you are. Just go to a craft brewery. I know in, in Paris, I went to one that my brother recommended. Reach out to me if you want to hear about that one in Paris. It was cool. We kind of a weird neighborhood, but um, really good beer. And that's fine. Uh, England, you got to mention England. English uh, beers are bitters. They're a little more mature than... Uh, for mature drinkers, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't want to drink some warm, bitter beer. But England had two things of note for me on my trip. One was the, I, I, I toured the Fuller's factory. The one in, uh, oh, I forget where we were staying. Chiswick Park area, London 3 on the Green Line, District Line. And, you know, it's pretty corporate stuff, but I walked down there one day. It's very kind of a close walk, and it was, it was really good. I got a bunch of different fun beers. I took a picture of them in our fridge. Then I realized we were leaving in like three days, so time to start drinking the beers. That was fun. And, you know, I'll, I'll drink a Fuller's now if I see it in the States. The other thing of note, when we were uh, the cask ale, so there's a difference. Cask ale is pulled... Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have carbonation. Um, they kind of pull it out of the cask with a hand pump, and it's it's warmer. They're they're keeping it downstairs where it's a little cooler, but it comes out a bit warmer. And we had some great ones after we were in the Tower of London area. After we toured the Tower of London, it's kind of a stuffy area, but we found a really fun little pub that actually had good food good beer and food's terrible in, in Great Britain. So you better drink a lot of the beer, balance it out. Uh, Norway, kind of standard lagers, you know, um, 
they, I think what I'm doing here, all right, we'll stick with this order and we'll finish strong. Um, Norway, nothing really to talk about. You're going to get a good beer. These are, look, these are Europeans. Uh, so you're going to get a good beer. They're not going to, they're not going to stand for having some crappy beer. Uh, but one thing I wanted to say with uh, Sweden, beer was a little bit better in Sweden. I know any Norwegians listening uh, are ready to, to kill me now, but I just have to call it like I see it. Not much better. I mean, we're not talking head and shoulders, but Sweden, uh, the island of Marstrand in the west, nobody's ever heard of the place. It's like, it's amazing. It's a great island. And then we went there with uh, my wife's mom, who's from Sweden. And that's where she grew up, and uh, it was great. Lovely, lovely town. Uh, couldn't get any wine. On, there are no wine stores there, which is kind of weird. But good thing I like beer because they had Mariestad. Mariestad is one of my favorite beers I had on the trip. Um, get it a lot in the bottle, um, you know. And they um, uh, they did uh, they couldn't sell it. That was the other thing. You can't buy it in the stores. You have to buy it in the mono, the, the Monopoly wine store. The Scandinavian, Scandinavian countries and their wine Monopoly stores, uh, still a little bit strange for me. So it's nice when you come into France, it's like you can buy liquor anywhere, you know, and that, and that's more of a liberal approach to, to drinking, whereas Scandinavians kind of crack down on it. Mariestad was great. Uh, and then let's kind of round out here. We're going to do the, these aren't the top three in any order, but don't don't forget about Turkey. Turkey has some decent wines and some decent beers. And I know what you're thinking. Like, aren't aren't they Islamic? They don't drink beer. Well, uh, the, not everyone in Turkey is Islamic. The the uh, Muslims don't drink beer. They they drink a crap load of tea, which is great too. Uh, but the non-Muslim people drink beer. Ephes, that's a big one. Ephes, is, of course, is the Turkish term for uh, Ephesus, which is the town on the west coast of Turkey. We did an episode about that. If you're thinking of taking your family to Ephesus, wonderful learning opportunity. Uh, check out my episode on that because um, I'm, I'm going to tell you some of the mistakes we made, and uh, you don't, you won't make them. And that was the capital of the Byzantine. Sorry, not Byzantine. Yeah, Byzantium. Uh, the the Eastern Roman Empire that kind of bleeds into Byzantium in some way that I don't understand in the five hundred five to six hundreds, um, and there's some uh, Toborgs another one there. You know, the thing with Turkey is if you're uh, if you're thirsty and you want a good beer, you're gonna get a good beer. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna live. And they come in the five hundred milliliter bottles too. So. I, I like that. You know, it's nice to get, it's always nice to have a little more beer than, than too little. Uh, Spain, um, Spain's next here, second to last. And Spain was one of the better beer cultures. I was actually blown away by, by Spain's uh, beer culture. And I just didn't, didn't know what to expect. I mean, Estrella, Dom, you know, you see that in the States and it's kind of an afterthought. Well, it's a historical... Um, venerable brewery from the late 1800s and the Estrella, Estrella Dam uh, they have Galicia uh, they have the Galicia style they have a couple other styles that you're going to get in the in the barrel uh, the Barela 
I don't even know if that's how you say barrel. Probably not. But, um, you know, it, it's great. So I have a whole new respect for it. I just don't think that the stuff I am going to drink in the States is going to be going to stand up to what I got there. And then a couple other venerable, you know, when we went to Majorca, there's Mahu. That's that's an old brewery I read about from the late 1800s, Cruz Campo. And I drank both of those, and they were they were fine. I tended to start, I relied a lot on San Miguel while I was in Spain, even in Majorca. But there were some great beers in our local restaurant. The, uh, um, no, no, I forget the name of it. Uh, in Mallorca, our local restaurant was so... Oh, Dolores, Dolores. It was one of my favorite restaurants of all time. And they had Australia Dam, and that's what they had on tap. And you got a Kanya or you got the barrel, the huge barrel. And I always got the Kanya once I saw that that's kind of the cool thing to do. You get a second Kanya if you need. That's like kind of a smaller beer, but it it's still enough. And I, you know, I usually one Kanya and some tapas, some pinchos, some... Uh, some Vasco Pinchos, just uh, magnifico. So finally, uh, stealing the show, Czech Republic. I did the whole episode on Czech Republic beer. And I, and I, with the advisory that I had, you know, we didn't go to Germany. So calm down, Germans, just calm down. I know it's, you know, it's tough to hear, but I'm just telling you kind of the conditions on the ground. The Czech beer is still amazing. Even in an inflationary spiral, they were able to produce good, reasonably priced beer. And you're going to find it all over town. Uh, it's, you know, it's different than I remember it, but I think it's better. I think they've really rounded out their style. And I was there 20 years ago. And so it's kind of, they're just perfected. You know, they have something good. They're just going to perfect it. And I will, again, talk about you, Fleck you. That was the brewery started in 1499. I finally got to go there after all these years. And uh, it did not disappoint. The service was gruff. Beers are a little bit more than throughout town, but I still think about that beer. It was, it was the best I had on the trip. Uh, we went to Krumlov. That's the town in the south that I raved about. Krumlov has its own brewery it was okay didn't it, I, it was a little bit disappointing i mean I, you know i want to be fair latovel in olamouts in um, uh, moravia near olamouts i should say litovel was terrific that was, that was a small town that had a really nice restaurant and terrific beer and with that that rounds out the beer let me know if you have, if you have any questions uh, all that talk about beer made me thirsty and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining me.